You've stopped in at the guidepost. Brought to you by the American Saltwater Guides Association. Stock up on gear, grab a coffee at the counter, and get ready to hear incredible fish stories from the best captains on the East Coast and thought-provoking conversations with stakeholders and policymakers working to protect these fisheries. This podcast is presented by Costa Sunglasses. Hey everyone, welcome to the Guidepost. We are doing a quick uh, video and podcast to explain some of the workings of uh, of our Albi project. We launched it last week, heard a couple of things online, and want to address these questions as broadly as possible instead of kind of one-off on social media, you know, each person's response. So we were hearing a bunch of different things. Uh, we got Blaine and Will here today to help us go through this. Blaine, you had put up a video the other day on Instagram. Um, you know, I, what was one of the things that you heard on there that we could answer? Uh, a, a big thing was people were saying, well, you know, you can't eat them. So what, what's the management for? What's going on? Why, why do we need to have this happen? And uh, me coming on with you all, uh, I'm leaving it up to you guys because y'all been there in the trenches forever. And you can answer these questions a lot better than I can. But uh, I mean, <laughs> the, the big thing is there's no regulations, you know, so it's pretty, right. free, pretty much free to be able to do what anybody wants to do with them. So Will, I think Will, Will what would you say this. to that? Uh, Will, Will does a ton of the groundwork for us at the Guides Association. Will, if somebody said, you can't eat Albies, why do we need to manage them? I mean, it's a decent question. What, yeah, no, totally. What would you especially, well, especially when we're, you know, to Blaine's point, when you're going from nothing to something, like th that, that could, you know, turn a lot of people off or even, you know, concern a lot of people. Um, but to answer your question, Tony, uh, we need to, this fish needs to be under federal management, A, because it meets the criteria under Man Magnuson, right? There are fisheries occurring, uh, and that's enough to um, trigger inclusion in an FMP fishery management plan. I, I always get do this. I go, I start going off on uh, abbreviations. Uh, it's, I guess, just the fisheries world we live in. Um, but anyways, we are asking the South Atlantic Council to manage Albies because we believe they're the right council um, to take it up right now. They Albies were previously in there, but because of the reauthorization reauthor of Magnuson, um, it was easier to kick Albies out uh, than to re um, than to manage them under uh, Magnuson Stevens. But now, you know, we have new tools about managing species um, that have poor data. We're going to be supplying a lot of data. Um, so there are new avenues to formally manage Albies under the Magnuson-Stevens Act. And I, I know, like, you know, that might worry a lot of people, um, but we're not talking about your neighborhood pond, largemouth bass, right? This fishery, it could, uh, you know, the same fish that we're catching up in New England right now could be the same fish um, that, you know, some of our guys are catching in Florida later this year and vice versa, right? Um, so what we're trying to say is, there are fisheries operating. We should be precautionary with them and develop common sense precautionary guardrails so that large scale emerging fisheries don't come in and ruin this great, awesome fishery that so many of us love. And Will, just a just a little segue on what you just said. You know, um, in a lot of ways, albies are considered a forage species. 
because oh, totally. big tuna, billfish, you know, that's what that's what they prey on out there in the canyons. So, um, you know, we we tried to include uh, false albacore in the Mid Atlantic Forage uh, Omnibus several years ago, and basically what that document said was it protected you know, all sorts, I think it was 17 total species from emerging bait fisheries, you know, uh, things like sand lance and, and which are sand eels, things like bay, bay anchovies, you know, cause you have like something like the reduction fishery for Menhaden and fish oil is a, is a huge commodity. It can be turned into heart pills. It can be turned into everything from makeup to chicken feed to feed for aquaculture. And you have this super oily fish, uh, in a false albacore, that is just booming with omega threes and it has value. So, you know, what, what we're saying is we don't think Albies, we don't know if Albies are in trouble, right? This is not a crisis. This is precautionary management, but we also are, are, are aware enough of fisheries policy and management and other things that we've gone through with other forage species like Menhaden, the mid Atlantic omnibus, a fishery could emerge for these very quickly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with when you look at Atlantic herring, uh, I'm sorry, when you look at Atlantic mackerel, when you look at herring, both those populations are being devastated. They're, they are devastated right now. Uh, reductions are in place. People need bait. People need those omega-3s. People need chicken feed. People need aquaculture feed. And there's the albie sitting there, right? This, and, and you're not, and they're not one pound. They could be up to 20 pounds. So that's a pretty efficient way to get a fish that you could reduce down into feed. Um, and, and there's no regulations on it because yeah. in the last second, it was removed from the forage fish omnibus due to its size. It was too big to be considered forage. But I mean, how many videos do you want to see of a, of a marlin smacking an albie 30 feet into the air? It is forage. Um, so we're, we're in this kind of crazy place where uh, it's precautionary management. You know, 99% of what we do is crisis management. There's a fishery in trouble. We, we got to address this. Oh, my gosh, really quick. It takes a lot of foresight to look at something and say, okay, these things were managed up until 2011 with the, with the, the higher level of, of, of management expectations placed on the reauthorization of, of Magnuson. They were removed from management. There was an effort to put them in the forage omnibus. That failed. There's been several other efforts to get them managed again. I, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this is our effort is now the third effort. So this is nothing new, right? We are in a position where our board members, the way this organization works, our board members and our guide members at large call us and tell us things because they trust us. And when you hear one person say it, you try to figure it out. When you hear 50 people say it, alarm bells start to ring and there's a problem. And when other fisheries are overfished, like stripers, like bluefish, other things that our, our guides target, we can't afford to lose another fish. It's not possible for us. I mean, Blaine, as a guide, could you afford to lose another species right now in your business? I mean, think about no. it. No, I cannot. It's uh, it's a scary world these days with, uh, you know, loss of habitat, um, changing weather patterns, you know, seasonal changes, the fish, it's, it's definitely gotten harder. It has not gotten easier. Um, so the more awareness that we could bring to all species of fish, the better off we're all going to be. And false albacore, like you said, 
why how's it gonna hurt you know flip always said you know if there's something out there that it's not known about how can you love it and if you don't love it how are you going to protect it you know i've said that many times and i think this is a perfect example of why we need to just look at all fish that we fish for it doesn't matter if it's a bait you know it, it all is connected and uh you know this is just one of those things where if we can be proactive for once that how's that going to hurt anything you know what i mean so oh to- totally blaine and also if, if we get this fish under federal management there will be a lot more um desire uh either by the law or um or else uh for managers to look more into this fishery and get more data you know we can figure out where they're going where they're spawning um what their essential fish habitat is uh, so it's it's the stepping stone to further understanding this fish that we all love so much and that's why we're doing the acoustic tagging the spaghetti tagging we have other things planned we may start a, a dna on them to see if it's a separate stock or all the same stock there's opportunities to collect data on the length of the fish so we're doing all of these things to supplement the data gaps as will said you know a, a data poor species that's how much albies mean to us and if they mean that much to you i strongly suggest going to saltwaterguidesassociation.org right in the header menu there's uh the alba false albacore call to action click on that please put your name on the list if any of this makes sense if we gave you a better understanding into why we're doing this uh click on that put your name on the list the deadline is september 8th at five o'clock if you're a guide if you're a brand manager if you own a business if you're an organization uh if you're a recreational angler click the boxes please join us in this fight we want this fish around for generations to come blaine will Thank you for your time on this. We sincerely, the Guides Association uh, sincerely appreciates it. I contend we have the best team in fisheries uh, management and policy, and uh, and and we can do this. Uh, we're going to keep false albacore around for generations to come. Thank you all. Thanks, guys. Thank you.